in, kid. Hello and welcome to the very bad batch explosion that after show breaking down, discussing and reviewing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, Star Wars, The Bad Batch. My name's Don Blight and joining me, Ashton Hopley. Hey John, excited to be here. Talking about clones. Talking about clones, that's right. Uh, back for season two, The Bad Batch, it opened with a two-part season opener uh, titled Spoils of War and Ruins of War. The synopsis of the first episode was the Bad Batch plans a risky heist and episode two, uh, the Ruins of War synopsis was the Batch must decide who to trust as they plan their escape. Uh, they're both sort of terrible synopsises as per usual. Uh, the plot of these two episodes more or less boils down to fights crabs, gets job, cuckoo's, uh, cuckoo's, Dooku's old place, let's go steal from it, are we as bad as the Empire? Uh, maybe yes, no, right, credits. Does that sound like a good... Um, yeah. Sorry? Yeah. So what is your thoughts on the two-part opener? It's fine. <laughs> it's interesting because uh, I've listened back to our season finale discussion of, mm. of season one, and we were like kind of, you know, mixed on it because it, it didn't feel like a season finale. This doesn't really feel like a season premiere. <laughs> sure, it's a double <laughs> episode, uh, but... It, it there's not a lot there to like pro- there's not a lot of propelling the story forward uh there's this no like episode cliff- three and four this feels right. like it could have easily been episode 13 of season one yeah you know what i mean it's like yeah. oh the com- you know whatever the, the 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 planet got bombarded uh they all left what's uh crosshair um and now they're still doing jobs yeah uh the fun crab sequence was really, I thought, was really well put together. Uh, Omega looks like she's been doing, obviously, given more of an opportunity to like do stuff. Uh, her bow thing, utilizing a bit more than I think we saw in the the first season. Uh, I think the concept of uh, them looting Count Dooku's castle is a cool one. Uh, but you know, it it just ends up being a heist that goes wrong, and them trying mm. to survive. I uh, I was yeah. I mean, as simple as it is, I was disappointed. I was very disappointed with this uh, season premiere. Um, and I I sort of want to give this show uh, like enough it's bad. So I don't want to give it any more sort of free run just because it's like oh you know I could be like yeah it was animated well and it looks good and like. You know, especially like I was when it was starting, I was like watching that sequence of running on the beach, and I'm like, oh, it's really pretty, and you know, like. But yeah. I'm I'm sort of like, okay, cool, yes, but am I engaged in the story? Not really. The only like it just seems like such a especially, and it, it there is definitely an element of I'm coming into this. It's season two premiere. I'm expecting a bit more, but you know, screw me for expecting a bit more from a season premiere. This feels like a if this had taken place next week. After like a cooler premiere, whatever, that's fine. I expect mm. that. I expect the, I expect the, you know, the, the episode three, four, episode two, three, whatever. The mission uh, of the week first, kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, I need a, I need season opener to set up where the season's going. Like, I need I need some was idea. A, yeah, the premiere was uh, obviously we opened with uh, Order sixty six, uh, and like the the Bad Batch kind of rebelling yeah. against. That. Yeah. That's cool. That's, That's a clear cool. direction. Yeah. 
this that, is this, like, oh, they're still just doing random. jobs. Like, and, and I want to say there's no story here. This, the story here is that Omega is... Learning about the bigger of, picture. She's thinking about the bigger picture. Well, the couple of things going on throughout these two episodes, and people may argue who really like this episode, these two episodes, maybe like, oh, there was plenty happening here, you just didn't notice it. I didn't not notice it. I just don't feel like it was just your typical in the background character moments for this show. And I expect <coughs> in a season premiere, more straight forefront in front of me storytelling. I don't want this backseat stuff. Like that, that's what I expect week to week. This is what I want in the season premiere. Um, you have stuff like the dilemma between different characters of the the clones. You know, it's very obvious that some of them side on the fact of we should be doing more. We should we should join and be part of the rebellion. And then you got the other ones. Um, uh, oh fuck, what's the main ones there? Bloody, hell, I can't remember. Anything. Hunter, Hunter, like Hunter's like, no, we should stay in high. We got to got to protect um Omega, and then Omega he overhears all this stuff, and then she has this whole thing where she thinks she's now a um a burden. But then, yeah, you've got the whole, we should be doing more for the rebellion. Like, so I can tell, like, this is a setup. This is a through line for the rest of the season. Like, what they should be actually doing. Should they be fighting for the rebellion? All this sort of stuff. But the thing yeah. is, I know they don't. Unless they're going to do some major weird retconning and stuff like that. You because don't by know. Time they, we get to, could be, they could end up working for somebody. By the time you get to Rebels, where Rax shows up, Rex is like, I'm working for the rebellion. I know two clones who are alive. Here they are. These are the ones. Come join the rebellion. Come meet Kanan and fucking... Maybe they faked their deaths. Sure. Maybe he thought they died on Kamino. Possibly. I feel like... And it's... The most interesting thing in these two episodes is just Omega. Omega continues just to be the most interesting character in the show because she is original. Because she's not like anyone else. Because she actually has... Uh, you don't know what's going to happen to her. And, and not in a, oh, she's probably just going to either die or go into hiding sort of thing. Like, there's many directions that character could head in. There's a, she's She falls into a, a weird territory of, it doesn't really matter if, like, she's not, I don't expect her to become a big part of the rebellion. I just, like, that. that's not where I feel like her character goes. I just feel like her character could have, like, a really interesting story nonetheless. Like, she's mm. um got this really interesting tying into the Camino and um, Boba Fett and all these other sorts of things. So that's all really I'll tell you what, I'm, since... Since the last season, I don't think they need to go visit Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, no. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> probably was not. this before Boba Fett or after Boba I can't remember. The first season was before the book of Boba Fett. Okay. And that's why I think after... Oh, it's theorizing we were all excited and theorizing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we I was theorizing was that she show would up show and, yeah. up in the book of Boba Fett, like as a, yeah. an older character or something like that. Um... Like, yeah, you can keep them away from each other. Because <laughs> yeah. these two episodes, as much as we're complaining about them, still better than 80% of the book of Bob Fett. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, they, they were, it's a fun two episodes. Is it a good premiere? No, I don't, I don't really think so. That's my, that's my major complaint. Like, how cool was that sequence where she's hanging off the, hanging onto the grapple hook, shooting the crabs? Really cool. How, like, the, the whole part where they're, like, flying down in that cargo thing and, like, crash landing and whatever else. Like, that's all cool, but it's not. I, well, yeah. Premier, cool. I guess it depends on who, who do you think this target audience is. Well, this is the thing. I don't take this bullshit anymore because this isn't a show that's airing at 7 o'clock on the Cardi Network anymore like um, the Clone Wars was back in the day, you know? You say that, but, you know, there's... There's a lot of stuff on streaming services. Clearly, it's dedicated, focused at a certain audience. 
I think it's targeted at not kids, older kids, I guess. Whatever, YA audience, yeah. That age group, if putting mm. it, it as a book, but I also just feel like the structure structure of the show just turns me off a bit. So I will um, say the episodes went by very quickly. Yeah, well, they're like twenty minutes. So. No, but even that, I I was like, what? It felt like I blinked and it was over. <laughs> Um, don't know. It's just sort of annoying. A lot of cliffhanger stuff from the season finale too, like not touched on at all, even across the two episodes. Sort of annoying. I mean, the only like sort of thing that happens at the end is old mate, the bad guy shooting the the one clone trooper. You get this whole moral dilemma. The, like there is an interesting moral dilemma about like, oh, we're gonna steal from Dooku, but then are as bad as the Empire who are also stealing from Dooku? To fund their war Who's regime, stole from we're the just funding ourselves. Planet, yeah. We're stealing from the we're stealing from the the, the planet. Yeah, we're stealing from the the people who actually. Yeah, like there's that they have that they bring that up very quickly, and then they're like, yeah, fucking forget about it. Though. <laughs> like we won't actually answer that potentially interesting hypothetical because this is for kids. But that's fine. Um, yeah, it was acceptable television. It was just not a super engaging premiere. Um, if this, if I get this quality of episode next week, I'm probably going to be less likely to be annoyed by it because it's just the, the it's weekly like, joke. Oh, that's another episode, yeah. But if next week's is a lot more story driven than this, I'll be like, what the fuck wasn't this backwards? Like, what the? That's the, the whole thing, anyway. Yeah. Any closing uh, comments? I will say it's interesting. Uh, obviously, uh, it's Rampart. I think the mm. the human uh, officer or whatever who kills him. It's like, oh, it's interesting that he, like, killed somebody to cover up paperwork that he fucked up. Like, and obviously, we've just come off Andor, and that's a show that starts, really, the events of that show uh, happen because, you know, somebody doesn't do, uh, falsifies paperwork to cover up a fuck up. Yeah. Maybe that's also hurting this show. I'm coming off Andor watching this. (laughs) Yeah, that, yeah. You come off the high of the best piece of Star Wars yeah. content on had, Disney yeah. Plus. Uh, this, yeah, but just fine. Um, cool. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Very Bad Batch. Please subscribe, of course, to this podcast feed for Holocron entries for all our other Star Wars content, including you can go back and listen to us discuss Andor and every week be shocked and continue to be like, wow, this show's really good. This show's really good. Wow, this show's really good. Um, anyway, I'm on here being like, this episode is meh. Uh, follow on, us on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. And if you like this episode more, tell us, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as little as a dollar. How about the show? Keep the lights on. Keep the lightsabers swinging. Until next week. Dylan, you know, do you know what they say? Count Dooku's war chest brings all the clones to the yard. And they're like, it's very shiny. <laughs> <laughs>